Sullivan testing the Portuguese. You know, I like to be fit and healthy, so the best way I know is to just get out there and run. Running was an outlet for me to, I guess, feel good about myself and, and take out some of the angers that were going on in my life. Sonny O'Sullivan is going to take the world title back to Ireland. It's the Irishman running abroad with me, Jarlath Regan, and the Queen of Irish Athletics, Sonia O'Sullivan, over there. And today we're going to talk about the most important run of everyone's week, the long run. Whether you do it on a Sunday or not, this is the big one that will get you fit, get you closer to whatever your running goals are, whatever they might be. But rather than talking about the run itself, today we're talking about how we recover so we can keep going the following week. But before all that, Sonia, you're back in London before you head to the World Championships, fresh off the back of shooting Ireland's fittest family just down the road from me here. Were you surprised at the level of competitiveness when shooting that? You can't give us any spoilers, but I'd imagine it's ferociously competitive. Oh, it's unbelievably competitive. (laughs) And it's weird because you see all the similar emotions that, people go through you know when they're competing for you know at the highest level and then when you know competing at a fun run to competing family against family and doing all these weird events Mm. (laughs) like obstacle courses all over the place and they turn up at 7 a.m for to get ready for the day and they have no idea what's in front of them they don't know what the challenges are at all No. What? No, really? No. There's no, there's no prep or training before because some of these. Sonny sent me a couple of photos, a couple of the things. You're going to need to watch this series on the international player wherever you get your hands on it, because some of these are mad, like real balancing acts and real tests of strength. Yeah, it's unbelievable, and even we don't know what the, what the challenges are when we go to a new venue. So this time we were in um, Finnegan's Potato Farm um, in County Mead. And, you know, that's great, you know, for people <laughs> abroad to listen. Yeah, Ireland's fittest family is on a potato farm. Of course it, of course it is. Course it, where else? <laughs> where the but, hardiest Irish people come from? <laughs> yes, of course. So, you know, that's where I started. My training was on a potato farm, picking potatoes. <laughs> um, but, you know, but bags of potatoes are heavy. So, um, And, yeah, and do the bags to... of potatoes feature? Like, are they oh, asked okay. to lug things along? Of course, all sorts of activities, yeah. And potatoes do feature heavily. <laughs> I mean, it's in grueling. The, like, when you say they show up and they don't know, like you're obviously coaching athletes at Union Athletic, of course, Sophie heading over there, the Melbourne Track Club, the Dublin Track Club, all of these athletes so in tune with what's ahead of them in the weeks. They're so single-mindedly focused and they know that it's one a day. It's one thing. Right. You just got to be there for the one thing. Just don't mess up the one thing for these families to show up at seven in the morning and then like potentially be going all the way to seven. Their final event being at seven o'clock in the evening. I'd imagine that one of the biggest challenges for you as a coach here was trying to get them up for it as the day wore on. A hundred percent. It was all about the motivation. And, you know, they're very excited for the first challenge. And if that goes well, then that's great. But then Mm. if it doesn't go well, then, you know, then the second one has to go well. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up facing what they call an eliminator. And that's that's pretty tough. I mean, everybody knows in an eliminator at the end of it, whatever goes before, you have to climb over a big wall and up the ramp. Yeah. And that's the most exciting part. And nobody wants to be in the eliminator. Families are coaches. But when you get there, 
it's the best thing ever. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's real drama. It really is. But, no, it's either now or never. And yeah. Everything is on the line. And, ah. you know, that's what it's like for, for athletes when they go to the World Championships, you know, especially mm. athletes, you know, if it's their first time or, you know, they're, you know, they're just growing in their ability. Um, every round that they do is like a final. Mm-hmm. So you'll have the best athletes and they'll be kind of pacing themselves to get to the final. But then you'll have athletes, you know, like Sophie even, who, you know, the first race she runs, that's her final. That's her final. Yeah. yeah. That, you know, if she if she runs it really well, then she may have another go. <laughs> yeah. God. And it's the emotion, really. Like, that's the connection between Fittest Family and the World Athletic Championships, which are starting in just over a week. Uh, the connection is with emotion that we get to see the faces. And I remember saying this to you in our first ever conversation about we lived it with you. It's all over your face as you do it. And there's there's nowhere to hide. I do think the one thing that Fittest Family is missing, RT's Fittest Family really needs a crowd. I mean, I, I know it's drama and it is brilliant wa- to watch. But I always think of gladiators back when uh, you were competing. Uh, the big show on Saturday night on TV the Birmingham Arena rammed to capacity. What would Fittest Family look like if there was a crowd there? I doubt you'd have any trouble getting the families up for it because they'd be roared on by their, the parish or whoever they had wheeled <laughs> out there in the van. You're in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere, Sonia. There's like you, you got the weather that 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 was a consideration here because you could get lashed out of it. And it's a similar consideration when it comes to this this long run and what we're about to talk about in terms of recovery, because the weather conditions that you are training in really affect this long run, don't they? And certainly how how you approach recovery afterwards. Yes, the weather is a big factor. And especially at this time of the year, when sometimes it might not look so warm outside, but as soon as you start moving, it actually gets quite warm. Mm. And the last thing you want to do is to start off with too much clothes on when you're going to be out there for more than two hours yeah, because it's just uncomfortable. So in those situations, you know, you're better off maybe a couple of layers that you can lose a layer along the way or you can tie a jacket around your waist um, or or you start off cold and you just believe that, yeah, I'm going to warm up here and I'll be fine. Yeah, it's like a pre-recovery in many ways, like getting that bit right that when we say we're going to talk about long run recovery today you nearly start the recovery within the run and I was surprised that when I mentioned my use of gels in my long run uh, thanks to Steve Daly for providing me with the gels this week um, you are not a fan you don't like them what's that about I'm not a huge fan I I have used them but not very often I did use them when I ran in the Dublin Marathon in 2015 it was my last big marathon effort. Yeah. And I used four of them there, um, one for every 10 kilometers of the race. But I think, you, well, you do have to get used to taking the gels. Mm. So I suppose you have to practice in the long runs. So I have no problem with them in the long runs. But you just don't like the taste. Oh, no, I don't like to taste them. I mean, and you have to find a really good one. Yeah, like those Morton ones that you have. I mean, mm. I know they're supposed to be the best and everybody uses them, but... It's just like pure sugar, like <laughs> globs of it, isn't it? Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know what flavor it is that I'm eating. There's no flavor in those ones. Well, so certain ones do and other ones don't. And really, you're right. 
you have to find the one that works for you because some people will want a water-based one and some people will want one that definitely doesn't have any caffeine for for obvious bowel movement issues that they can create. But if you find the right one for me, those Morton gels or Mortine, I always think they sound like somebody from called Martin from Galway. (laughs) But they they taste just delicious to me. And in the past few weeks, I've really been you know, rehearsing when it is I'm going to take them in the Dublin City Marathon. And I thought this week that they were really going to work. I headed out for, uh, I may, may as well say what I did this this Sunday. So we were doing a 28k long run and I was joined by listeners, Liam O'Brien, Paddy Doyle, Paddy Martin, Sean McIntyre, the aforementioned Steve Daly, Yano Hernan and Elaine de Corsi. Uh, now, Elaine shot off. She was gone. We just ate her dust while the boys just toddled around at the uh, the pace that we like to go, Sonia. <laughs> the 550 pace, keeping that heart rate really low and trying to get this thing done. But that heat became a factor really early on, so much so that I was aware this was going to happen. Had the T-shirt stashed, had a change of top, grabbed the water halfway through and off we went. But I I got talking to you about the aftermath of this run because I kind of nearly panic at the end of a run like that where I've done 28 and I'm like, I feel dog rough after it. I, I'm not the only person that feels this. Like, I, I don't know up from down. I'm a bit delirious at the end of a 28k run. So I start horsing cans of Coke into myself. And when I told you this, you couldn't believe it. Um, have I done something like super wrong there? Because I I thought that all bets are off. You can drink and eat whatever you want after you've done 28K. Who cares? Well, I mean, I suppose you can, but you kind of think there's got to be better calories that you can put into yourself. Mm. But is yeah. the goal not to get my blood sugar level back to a level where I can form sentences as quick as possible. Well, if you're taking those gels along the way, you shouldn't be that depleted. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. You would think you'd be topped up along the way. I, I know, but I am in bits. Like, you guys get in touch with us, irishmanabroadcast.gmail.com. I'm not the only person that feels this. They're like, I haven't trained all my life like you did. Two years ago, I was a non-runner. And now I don't think my body's but developed its aerobic base enough that I just feel like death warmed up at the end of these these runs, whether I take gels or not. In fact, as a side note, I'm using a, a glucose measuring system at the moment for a piece that I'm writing for the Sunday Business Post where I attach a chip to the back of my arm. Limbo is the name of the company. I'll let you guys know how it works out. But I've been tracking and monitoring my rising and falling glucose levels, which I think might even be an issue, Sonia, because that I shouldn't be in that state, should I, at the end of a run like this? I shouldn't be, you know, hanging on the ropes like that, especially after all the training we've done. No, you should, especially because you're not going very fast. No. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for, (laughs) just point that out one more time, Sonia. (laughs) So what pace did you run when you ran your marathon? Um, Faster than that. I think it was like 5.30. So definitely you're, it's not super fast. So you would expect to be depleted at the end of a long run if you run quite fast in the run and Mm. you're exhausted at the end of it. But if you're running nice and slowly, I mean, possibly because you're spending more time out there, 
mm. then you would need to be over yeah. that same distance. Then that could affect it a little bit. Um, yeah. And but, also yeah, there's no, the you... extracurricular. Like, let's be honest, I am uh, like this came up. I ran a few polls in the Irishman abroad running abroad. Uh, WhatsApp group, which you are free to join. You can join us and join the conversation throughout the week with other listeners who love the show and love putting questions to Sonia. In the Irishman Running Abroad WhatsApp group, I did a couple of polls this week to get a, a sense of what people are doing to recover at the end of these long runs. And the uh, just like last week, the answers came in thick and fast. So I'll put them to you, Sonia, and see what you, if you can guess what, what came back. Um, so the first question I asked people was, what is your post long run miracle drink of choice? The, op- the options I gave were water, sports drink a la LucasAid, protein shake slash chocolate milk, full Coke, <laughs> beer or something else not street legal. What do you think was the top answer there? Um, water. Close, but way off <laughs> protein shake i was amazed uh, 34 votes for protein shake water uh, 24 now um, maybe that's people trying to be the best little boy in class but i always assumed that everybody was guzzling water after a, a long run would you would you suggest water first then protein shake or protein shake then water um i would probably go protein shake and then water and right. and sometimes you kind of inter overlap them um, so it's quite hard to drink a full protein shake straight away. Mm. Um, but then you can drink some, but drink, then you're ready to drink a bit of water. And then Coke. Um, yeah. And then it, and it can also depend on how hot it is. Because sometimes if it's really hot, then an electrolyte drink would be better before the protein drink. Okay. Explain that to me there, because I've never quite understood what electrolytes are. And allow me to be that person who's listened to this going, neither have I. What what am I putting back into my system if I'm putting electrolytes back in? Is it salt? Salt and sugar. So when you're running, and particularly when it's humid, as it has been a lot recently, you, you sweat a lot. And you're not just sweating water, but you're also losing a lot of salts. And that's what can cause you to cramp. Um, it can also cause you to get tired, and it can also cause you to not feel very good as the mm. run goes on. So maybe that's what's stumping you along the way. Maybe... The gels, you see, the gels are, they, they're kind of a bit too concentrated, I think. Yeah. They have sugar in them, but they don't generally but this have... Is, this salt. is a bit of a puzzle, though. You're right. Like, maybe, like, I always carry a little squidgy bottle, one of these squidgy Solomon bottles that will eventually fold up and you can tuck in your pocket, which are massively handy. You can get them in any uh, good sports place or in, on Amazon. I've just been putting water in that. Maybe it's an idea to take an electrolyte drink with me on the run. Am I wrong on that? You could, or you could plant one somewhere for after the first lap. Yeah, but yeah. Th- this will so, improve things and make life a bit easier, you reckon, for a heavy sweating man like myself? I think so. I think you get a good boost if you take some electrolytes on board as you go around. And and the other thing that people take, and I, I haven't taken this, but I've heard people take this, is salt tablets. Salt tablets. Yeah. And, and are those like, that's a, is that a sporty thing or is that um, literally yeah, just can, a tablet of salt? No, you get them in a sports shop and you can get them. They're like little capsules. Um, a couple of people have, have said underneath the poll that the electrolyte tablet directly after the run is there. 
uh, their drug of choice afterwards. Uh, you well, know, that's straight into the bottle of water. Yeah, uh, yeah. Helen Carter says she can't. You can't beat the the coffee with the hot milk. Um, <laughs> but there is something to that as well, right? The shot of caffeine and the the bit of milk would help things along too. But again, it comes back to what we said at the start. This all is weather dependent. One of the great tips I found online was if you're at the end of your long run, let's hear what you think of this. At the end of your long run, if you're hot, get cool. If you're cold, you've got to get hot or you've got to get warm quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, in the summertime, you can be quite hot, but then you do. I think you still cool down a bit. Hmm. Especially um, if you're um, if you're wearing the wet clothes, you've got to get out of those as quick yeah, as possible. Yeah. So yeah. next next question in the poll. Let's see. Can you predict this? Which of the following, in your opinion, helps you recover the most after a long run? So I guess this is you trying to gauge what what is the conception and then you'll tell us what the reality is. So which of the following, in your opinion, you can play along at home helps you recover the most after a long run is it a a cool down run your option two was a stretch and a foam roll three was legs up a wall uh four was a good old cry <laughs> number five was ice bucket bath get in the sea uh cake and coffee intravenously hot shower or something else entirely what do you think people said was most helpful to them um, I think maybe getting in the sea would be a good one. So would I. I would have thought that that was the best as well. But not, every, but not everybody is that close to the sea. Exactly. Like. Yeah. And the and ice it's an bucket. Effort. And it's a bit of an there. effort yeah. to have an ice bath. It so is. So I think after that, then I think a stretch and a foam roll. Hot shower came in at number one by a distance here. Um, I would have thought stretch and foam roll, but it came in. We came in tied second and third for ice and cake. Uh, hot shower, like, I guess it is that recalibrator when we talk about getting your temperature back to where it is. Have you been somebody that alternates between hot and cold water in the shower? There's an awful lot of uh, research to say that switching between hot and cold in the shower is really good for you just in the same way as an ice bath is. Are you somebody that's ever tried that, Sonia? Um, I have done, yeah. And it's one of those things that I think you make your mind up to do it and then you 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 do it more. You do it all yeah, the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. But then, then you can also fall out of the habit of doing it. Yeah, I just regret then, it immediately. And then it, it's really uh, hard to get back into the habit again. So it's like anything, you know, once you want to start something that you know is good for you, but it's quite hard to do, mm. then you have to set yourself a little deadline. And it wouldn't be a good idea, I suppose, to do it straight after a long run if you hadn't been doing it for a while. Yeah. But you build up to it. And, you know, you can start off with 30 seconds. And, you know, you got your stopwatch still on, 30 seconds cold water. And you can actually, you can quite quickly build it up to two minutes. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to give it a go this week. I'll yeah. let you know how it's, I get on. It's just that first kind of shock. 10 seconds or so is really hard to do. And then it depends, like, you know, in the summertime, it's easier. In the wintertime, it's a lot harder. And this would be post-run or for any shower? Oh, for any shower. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Well, that's commitment to the to the idea. Ian O'Brien said you need to get some calf compression sleeves. He recommends these. Have you ever tried those, Sonia? Yeah, they're pretty good. Or like compression socks would be the same thing. Mm. But the the sleeves are kind of handy because then you don't have the tightness around your toes. 
Um, so they they are pretty good. And I think if you're training for a marathon and you're doing a lot of running, um, they can definitely help to save your calves. And you feel like you're getting some benefit from wearing them, you know, on a Sunday afternoon while you're hanging around. Mm. It's easier in the wintertime because you can put them under your jeans and nobody sees them. <laughs> yeah. Bit yeah. Funny wearing around you don't with look silly. Shorts. <laughs> yeah. Emma Foy jumps in with uh, the one option that wasn't in the poll, which I realized I really should have included. And she said a nap, the old uh, performance enhancing uh, drug of choice of parents all across the world, the NAP, the nap. Now, how how are you with that? I remember Damien Duff many years ago when he came out to University College Dublin and we had him out and I did a little chat with him. Big napper, big believer in grabbing as much sleep as possible whenever possible, even after really heavy sessions. What would Sonia Sullivan at her height have done with a nap? Would you have been throwing them in during the week or was it just accumulating it late at night? No, it was accumulating a good night's sleep. Um, I know napping is it's quite important and people do find huge benefit in it. But, you know, for a lot of people, you know, it's one thing taking, you know, over two hours out of their day to go for a long run and then they're going to have a nap as well. <laughs> yeah, well, family that, that came up too. <laughs> you know, they need a bit of... Um, it, 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 it becomes yeah. pretty intense and serious and everyone's yeah. waiting for you even more. Oh, he's yeah. having a nap. Oh, he's having oh, a yeah. nap now. <laughs> On top but of that, what kind of day is this? If you've you got kids, get, you've got to pay it back when you get back there. Yes, I mean, I think you can get the timing right and you can you can have like a lie on the couch or, you know, a nap while you're doing something else, maybe like you're... Um, watching some sports on TV or yeah, movie uh, afternoon, guys. Yeah, yeah there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, after the break, we're going to talk about what to do the day after and get Sonia's tip of the week on this and just dig a little bit deeper into this vital, vital part of training, which is recovering from your long run. But now you know what a time it is. It's time to go around the parishes. Oh my God, Sonia, with so much stuff, so much stuff, so many incredible runs this weekend. And we obviously had the height challenge as well. We we're trying to see who could provide us with the highest height. I think you spotted Paddy O'Leary and Eleanor Schultz uh, in na- the National Forest in America. Did you spot that run too? Hang on, I've lost now where I've put these. Well, this is a very special one, Sonia. Paddy O'Leary and Eleanor Schultz ran up. 1,683 metres and if that wasn't enough uh, he put a ring on her finger when he got up there oh wow <laughs> they got and engaged un- at the top un- un- unexpected <laughs> uh, oh I don't know if they were planning that Strava post a long time but it seems like uh, very spontaneous Eleanor looked absolutely over the moon and so did Paddy so congratulations to you guys uh, who did you spot there um, I have Wes Kenny here and he's a bit of a regular he does some interesting things yep. he was at Eris Park Run which is I think the most for, the most westerly park run in Ireland the next stop is America and um, this was also he's 140 it was he's 214 park run but location number 141 um, and he's completed all the park runs in Ireland. I mean, Wes. Wes has joined us for many long runs. 
but he did this one Sonia injured like he he actually finished out the challenge and walked it with his dad which is just pretty special so hats off to Wes Kenny this week completing that challenge if you know somebody else that's going to finish every single park run in Ireland make sure to tag us on there we of course had the Masters as well this uh, this week and our Round the Parishes is usually put together by the legend that is Seamus McAteer but he was busy wasn't he Sonia he was busy doing a bit of winning himself he was I don't know if he did he manage to record this on Strava if he won the hammer at the Masters I mean he'd be spinning around in circles there attach <laughs> the watch it. attach the watch to the ball <laughs> <laughs> winning gold for Seamus McAteer hats off to Seamus McAteer as well uh, we had a couple others didn't we uh, who, who ran really well fourth place for Barry Mackey in the Masters 5000 metres for men over the age of 60 did you see that did you see the time this man ran yeah under, well under 20 minutes 1947 over 60 I mean yeah, that's, that's pretty imp- that's pretty amazing uh, who else have you got there Sonia before we leave who it? I got um, another elevation is um, Andrew Lynch he ran 30 kilometres in Wicklow walking up 1,125 metres in elevation holy <laughs> Uh, yeah, Carmela Vergara ran 20 kilometres in Italy, climbing to 1,380. But still, Paddy O'Leary and Eleanor Schultz take the title. We'll have to get them an Irishman running abroad singlet out there to America. And if you know someone else that should get a shout out on Round the Parishes, make sure to tag them on Strava. Tag myself, tag Sonia, and to join the Irishman running abroad Strava group, which is now over 2,000 members. Sonia, we got there. We're into 2K now. Um, I did. I saw that. That's that's great. You know, yeah. to be up over two thousand and um, active members who you see many of them in the yeah, Phoenix Park. Absolutely, really, really, and so many of them going to the Dublin City Marathon this October. Uh, I will also be doing the London City Marathon again. Details of all that and more on how to recover from your long run in the second half of our show over on patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad this is the week sign up come on over it's only a fiver a month and I promise you won't regret it one of the keys to like maintaining your brain mass is pushing past that comfortable zone physically you know exercise wise Imagine, you know, a world where everybody could go out the door and engage in the kind of exercise that's going to make them more relaxed, more healthy, burn off stress.